Welcome to the motherhood journey. I am so glad that you're here. This is a space where we allow the daily joys and the tough moments to shape us and build us into the beautiful and powerful women that God originally designed us to be. Let's walk this out, mamas. Let's enjoy the journey of motherhood and see it as the blessing that it is. Hello, mamas. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, I thought that today I would chat about Kai's birth story. So um, our most recent little boy, um, he's almost eight weeks old now. Um, and he's, his birth story was actually what got me to kick off this podcast, really, and dive deep into finally releasing content, which was burning on my heart for years. But um, after his birth, it, because it was a hard birth, it made me need to process a lot and still definitely on the journey of processing. Um, and I don't know, it just burned in my heart to share this podcast and to be a light and a voice for women and mums um, to find the gold in the fire, to find the good that comes out of the hard. Um, so I'll just share it with you guys and I really pray and hope it blesses people. Um, just a pre-warning, it was an emergency birth, so I am going to be talking about a few things that are, were really scary at the time. So um, do guard your heart. If you are pregnant or just not thinking right now it's the best time to be hearing this, then um, just skip onto another podcast. But um, do know that I am bringing everything to Jesus and his goodness and will be leaving you with hope. Um so yes, I went into Kai's birth actually really pressing in and believing for a supernatural pain-free birth. <laughs> um, I actually really believe that we are free from the curse of Eve, which I have mentioned and will continue mentioning a lot in this podcast. I want to like just dive into that whole concept um, and talk about that another time. But yeah, I do. I really believe that the word speaks of our freedom in Jesus, that we are no longer under the line of Adam. Romans speaks about this, but we are under Jesus. Um, and he completely defeated the law of sin and death. He um, broke the curse off us and created us to become new people. Um, and yes, so you know, that's for another day about the curse. But I dove deep into that and I thought wow god like this seems crazy but if it is what your word says and it's your will then I of course want your way um and then I ended up finding that a few weeks just before I gave birth I went through a few different really hard circumstances um with my children getting really sick and me feeling very lost in what to do for them and how to stand in faith but also care for them practically it was a bit of a like mental dilemma to me and through that the lord actually really smashed me with Um, the understanding really for the first time in my life of how much I need him and how I am actually nothing without him Um, a little backstory I grew up in quite a religious um, church and upbringing and I never went through that kind of rebellion stage or was in really in the world and then got freed by Jesus by like a night when I went to a conference I got hit by the spirit or anything like that I just always said yes to God and wanted him and just slowly grew from there but I think that because of that journey although it was beautiful and I'm thankful for it in many ways because I didn't have this radical transformation kind of of humility or seeing my need for Jesus I I think I subconsciously grew a perspective in me where I was like nah I am a really good person I want goodness and when I got smashed this one night processing everything that was going on in my life um, just before I had Kai, I yeah, my eyes were opened of how truly I am nothing, um, not even nothing, but like worse, <laughs> worse than 
just a normal person. I, I struggle with so much without him and I'm not even who I want to be. I'm so lost when I'm leaning on my own strength and trying to be God over my life. So he really called me in that moment to let go of control and to learn how to surrender. Anyway, he spoke to me for that about that for a few weeks before my birth. Then I gave birth to Kai and it was a crazy experience where I realized throughout the birth, I did not surrender. I did not let go of control. I was very much trying to control things and understand things and anyway I'll get to that but it's amazing yeah just what God was trying to do in me in in before my birth and then has now continued talking to me about those two concepts um trusting him and surrendering um that I have such a big way to grow in but praise the Lord he's good and so patient and faithful and he will walk, walk this out with me which is awesome um, but anyway, that was the, the backstory. So when I got to Kai's birth, I was like, awesome. I'm just going to surrender. I'm going to have the pain-free birth. Like, this is going to be so good. I just really meditated on that. And um, my labor was beautiful. I, like, had been having contractions through the night for a few days before my birth. And then, um, but waking up every day and they were gone. So I was pretty tired because I wasn't sleeping much um, for a few days. And then that one day, the day he was born on his due date, um, I woke up and I just, my contractions continued and they were light. And it was like, I was like, um, I need to go out and go for a walk and see if they continue. So it was like 8am and I got the kids and we walked up to the park and I was like, Oh, I think these are continuing. I think this is it. And I came home and was like, Brad, I think this is it. Like blow up the pool. And, um, we were having, um, a home birth. So I was like, up the pool let's put all my affirmations on we literally had the best day like it was beautiful weather the sun was beaming into our house the whole time um we had the whole wall covered with these beautiful like affirmations of truth of bible verses of all that stuff all surrounding where the pool was and then I had fairy lights up and the kids were just like eating snacks and worshiping with us we were just dancing in the lounge room we were just like in celebration for this child to come and my contractions were so light that I was like awesome like I just wasn't worried through any of them and my previous birth that I'll also do a podcast on of Noah's birth was only um eight hours from when my water broke to when he was out and it was very very progressive uh very calm until the end um and even the end was like beautiful it was just like intense um but because of that when I went through this whole day of just having like really light contractions I was just like sweet this is just labor but I'm having a (laughs) pain-free um and yeah, so it was beautiful. We had a great time. The midwife showed up, they checked me, everything was great. They set up and then they sipped their drinks and read their books and just chatted. And like, I literally just, me and Brad just worshiped Jesus. Like we had um, Brad's sister come over and play with the kids and they were just doing art and craft in the corner. And it was really nice. It was so beautiful. Anyway, it got to their bedtime. We put them to bed and then it was a few hours and we were like, oh, things weren't really progressing. So the midwives, as we believe with home home birth, like that birth should be undisturbed. That's the power of home birth and for me to feel really safe and um, kind of create the environment that I had the baby, that I created the baby to have the baby and all that good stuff. So they were like, we're just going to go just 10 minutes up the road, just chill out at her house because she lives so close and um, call us back when, when you're ready. And we were like, sweet, great. We rested, did all our things. And then, um, my labor started progressing a bit more and I started feeling, um, things a bit stronger, but still were pretty chilled. And they were like one minute apart lasted for like 45 seconds. So I was like, sweet, this is it. This is awesome. It's pain-free. Anyway, things were more intense. She 
came back and um, then it got to 11 p.m. at night where things were increasing but nothing drastic and my water still hadn't broken. So she was like, I want to check you. I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm not really for getting checked at all because I think it like puts a pressure on you when you hear a number. Um, But I wanted her to feel secure and safe and I was concerned that it had been like 15 hours and nothing had progressed when this was like my third child. So I was kind of going, oh, okay, you can check me. Anyway, she checked me on my bed on the brand new sheets that Brad had bought me um, for Mother's Day. Um, And my waters burst from her just checking my dilation all over the bed. Anyway, um, she was like, okay, your waters have broken, which is good. This is going to all happen really fast now, but you're only five centimeters. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm only five centimeters. Like she was like, labor's really starting now. And I was like, oh okay great (laughs) all right so I kind of had to get my head into a different space and I was like whoa okay this is not what I was expecting but okay let's do this and I um kind of really started getting stressed at this point because everything was very good and like la la land and then when this happened I was like oh dear like this has been a long time I'm really exhausted I'm already feeling like I'm in a lot of pain and she said I'm only at five centimeters I'm at home I don't want to have to go to hospital what if something goes wrong now? I don't know. I just felt fear and I just got scared that it had been so long and it was painful and I was only at five centimeters. I was like, oh, how long is this going to be? Anyway, within the next 45 minutes, it was intense and the baby was out. <laughs> but um, pretty much what started happening was everything just progressed really well and things got really intense through my contractions and I went through transition and was like, it was hectic. And then um, when it was time to start pushing the the ejection reflex kicked in which was amazing and I was just going with it and starting to do big pushes and things um but something in me kind of switched and I felt in me that something was wrong and that I needed to go in survival mode and I think that my body like my midwife explained to me later that my body knew something was wrong and what happens in those circumstances when there's a mechanical issue of what's going on with the baby your body releases different hormones so it cuts off the hormones that help you get through pain and that make you feel kind of high and in another world and you become very aware and very present so that if you were like in nature giving birth you would be aware and present enough to be able to do what needed to be done to get your baby out Um, And that is definitely what happened to me. When I was pushing, I came more and more into feeling very, uh, was in my rational brain, very present, feeling everything very much. And um, it was really, really painful (laughs) pushing the baby out. Um, I won't go into detail, but it was, it really blew my mind in how much pain it was because I was, didn't have those hormones and because something was going wrong. So he had the cord wrapped around his neck really tight. And the midwife was saying that pretty much when I was pushing him down, he was being like bungee corded back up. Um, so there was resistance inside my body trying to push him, but also because I needed to dilate so quickly and my body knew there's an emergency, get him out. I don't know if I wasn't completely dilated when I was pushing. My midwife said definitely could have been um, because to me it felt like so much resistance that I wasn't open through that time when I was pushing him down. So who knows about that, but it definitely felt like I wasn't dilated (laughs) compared to my previous birth. Um, Anyway, by the grace, absolute grace of God, I got his head out because I really didn't feel like it was going to come out, which absolutely frightened me so much in that moment. Anyway, his head comes out and I'm like, praise the Lord, his head is out. And then 
my midwife suddenly says, Ellie, stand up right now. And suddenly I'm standing up. She chucks my leg up on the pool. And what had happened is that his head hadn't come out properly and his chin was still in. And that's a sign to the midwife that he's got shoulder dystocia, which is where his shoulder is stuck in my pelvis bone. Um, and she had to pretty much get her hands in there and pull him out while I pushed, which was very hectic. Um, and then um, once he was out... Um, which she said he got shoulder dissociate because the cord was like blocking the exit way. Um, once he was out, I turned around and he was lying there limp, like in her arms, like purple. And um, yeah, he wasn't breathing. So um, it was really hectic. So she got me out of the pool, got him on my chest. And then the amazing thing about this is that although getting him out was very hard for me um, and something I still need to really process with the Lord for future births, doing this again, um, when I saw him and I turned around after all that, I I can't even explain to you, I had this peace that goes beyond understanding. I had a peace that came over me and I just instantly thought, nah, he's going to be okay. I just was confident. I just felt assured, which is incredible from what I just went through. And also for who I am, I am like someone who like insanely (laughs) is not good in emergency situations. I like freak out so much. And in my natural state, I would have turned around and saw my baby like that and gone, oh no, oh no, what do you do? And like literally freaked out. But I did not like, I, I literally had peace overcome me. And I remember just holding him on my chest while the midwife got the oxygen and called the ambulance and were rubbing him and was going, come on, buddy, breathe. And Brad was behind me just speaking in tongues and I was just staring at him saying, you will breathe, son, in the name of Jesus. You were created for this life. In the name of Jesus, I command breath to come into your lungs and I will not allow you to be lost. And I I just went crazy, commander town, and Brad was behind me commanding and speaking in tongues and... It was amazing in that instant. I didn't even think, hmm, what's the right thing to be doing? Or, hmm, what do I believe about healing? Or do I have faith? I just, uh, Jesus just came out of me. And it was like, without a thought, I just knew I have nothing else but to command him and to bring forth the truth of Jesus over his life in this circumstance. Anyway, I can't remember how many minutes was, but I think it was like between five and seven minutes. He took his first breath, which was amazing and the cool thing about it too was that they kept saying his heart rate is good his heart rate is good because while he's still attached to the cord he is still getting oxygen they just needed him to take that breath and my midwife said to me later we had no idea if we were going to lose him like it could have gone either way and honestly this story I hope and pray that it is a testimony to people of the goodness of God because we stood firm in the truth of Jesus and it is only by God's grace that he took a breath and I believe that Kai is our miracle baby we believe that the enemy had a weapon formed against Kai but no weapon formed against us will prosper we believe that God saved our son that day and I each day choose to and try to see his birth and his story as a victory of God rather than a sadness of what <laughs> happened um, and to choose to be thankful for his life um, from that moment on he was breathing and color came to him and he just was fine we got to the hospital I had my first ever ambulance ride and they were like he's perfect I don't know why you guys are here <laughs> um and I was flooded continually with peace I really don't like hospitals had a really bad experience there and I just was chatting to everyone as if I was on cloud nine like thank you lord for the good hormones after birth but also for your peace that fully covered me I just 
was fine. I just chatted and was joyful and just thankful. Um, and then things kicked in a, a few days later where I really had to take a few steps back in process. But in the actual moment, I had peace and it was just a 100% grace of the Lord to hold me and carry me through one of the hardest times of my life. And then to come in with his truth and his victory and to rescue our son. Um, it was really cool. Brad's mum, Brad's my husband, Brad's mum was woken in the night through my pregnancy um, with the Lord telling her, you need to pray right now for Ellie's baby that he will be safe. And she got the the thought came to her mind of John 10, 10 of the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy, but Jesus has come to give you life and life to the fullest. And she didn't know what she was praying for, but she knew there was something like he might be in danger or she just needs to pray for protection over him. So... And that is so cool. Like, it's just really interesting. Um, it's been a really big journey for me. Like, I've got a lot to process now and a lot to walk with the Lord in. And I'm, like, not coming to you now saying everything's perfect because this the point of this whole podcast is to journey through the realness of motherhood and the hard times and the good times and to process and choose together as a community to... Um, find Jesus in that and choose love in the midst of it all and to see how he's truly perfecting us through trials and to see it as all joy to to see all the glory of his absolute goodness that holds us when we are in a world that shows us no mercy but he shows mercy and we have him thank you lord that we have you for no matter what we go through you truly can hold us carry us and bring us out not just okay but even better like even better than before and I'm truly believing that this circumstance that was not my desire like I was very much desiring and pressing in for a pain-free birth um but my story was different and I need to believe that God is going to use my story for the glory and goodness he has planned for my life and that his goodness is always present and always there and he is always faithful like he he kept me safe and he kept Kai safe and we live another day. And I do believe that although I have no answers and many questions for the Lord, he has not forsaken me and he's walking forward with me. And I just have to, with every bit of my being, believe that his goodness is so great and that he is truly bringing the gold out of me through the fire and he is going to use my life, I hope, to bring inspiration and and comfort to those who have also gone through hard things because I've gone through them, but I've had Jesus and he's shown me his goodness amongst it all. Um, yeah, so that's my story. Kai is a beautiful, well baby today. He smiles more than I knew a baby could smile already <laughs> at this age and he is just so peaceful and so happy. He's my easiest baby yet and he is truly a blessing to our lives and I know it feels crazy for me to say but if I have to go through that if I would have had to go through that again to have this Kai that I have then I would because he's ours he's our son he's amazingly beautiful and valuable and full of worth and life and I couldn't be more grateful to Jesus that he brought him here to this world not only to this world but I birthed another eternal being I birthed another human who will live in heaven forever with his king jesus and we will enjoy the true fullness of the life god created us for it's just incredible um anyway this podcast has gone much longer than my others but i'm going to pray for you um and just even pray for myself as i journey through this um 
in just joining in rawness and realness with you guys um of just wanting his heart and his perspective on all these things to not see how the world would see but to rise up above the clouds and to see the glory of his great plan and his great purpose no matter what we go through in our circumstances so lord jesus thank you that you are good thank you for me for baby kai thank you for each of these women and the babies they have lord i'm sure all of them have different stories some of glory some of goodness some of hardship some of pain but all that have you in them carrying them you've never forsaken any of us even to women who may have lost their babies i know you have a plan i know you have insight and you have healing for their hearts you never leave us no matter what this crazy world chucks at us we have a king who is there and who will give us a peace that goes on beyond understanding if we walk with him and we humble our hearts and receive him so father as i continue to journey forward in um all the things i'm processing are a heart that often falls back in self-pity or why did that happen to me or i'm scared now I, I give you my heart and I pray that each of these women would too, that we would choose to put aside the flesh, choose to put aside the temptations that want to just wallow in self-pity or be afraid and press into a king who is worthy to be known and worthy to be the one we give ourselves to and worthy to live out your call over our lives no matter what it may look like or how hard it may be. Um, we lay ourselves down at you and we thank you Lord that you are faithful you are good you are a king of power and you are yeah you are glorious in your goodness we thank you that you never leave us you always have hope for us and that you are love no matter what you are love and nothing can take that away from us nothing you are our one solid foundation we praise you for that fact. Pray you bless these women with hope and faith. In Jesus' name, amen. If you enjoyed tuning in today, subscribe here and connect with me over on Instagram where you can DM me or find my email as I'd love to connect deeper and pray with you.